Welcome to I'm From the Internet, a podcast about something awful, the goons, and their consequences. I'm Chicago comedian Winslow Dumaine, and I'm sitting here with Jay Branstetter, an internet historian. But we actually have a very special guest today. Uh, this is a friend of the pod, Brian Cook. What's happening, guys? Uh, comedian out of L.A., how you doing, Brian? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, Brian uh, runs a show called Guilty Treasure out in L.A., which is a fun little show where you you, you perform the songs you're ashamed to like. Yes. And uh, the whole reason I know <laughs> the whole reason I know Brian is because he uh, I um, was a comic and photographer in Omaha, and I did the photography for a uh, comedy festival called Crom. And uh, he brought his show, uh, Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction, and it's far and away one of the most, like, mind-meltingly funny fucking shows I've ever seen. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, well, speaking of disgusting yeah, was, things on the internet. Treat, so. I'll Thank definitely you. have oh, to check yeah. that out, because I, I do, um, I, I, I wrote uh, Supernatural Fan Fiction for Winslow's birthday last month, so <laughs> I'm, I'm obvious, uh, it was, that was my present to him, because I looked online, there was no Winslow Domain fan fiction anywhere, so I was like, okay, yeah. this is a vacuum that needs to be filled, and uh, this is a yeah. show that I know enough about. So yeah, I, I wrote the first part of an episode about him meeting the Win- meeting the Winchesters and having to stop an, an evil deck of tarot cards from killing people, so. Yeah. Nice. There, there was a, because... Uh, his uh, Jay's experiences with somethingawful.com and my experiences largely with uh, I was a not small contributor to a uh, Marilyn Manson forum called Manson USA. OK, uh, and so like that's my experience with the Internet. Um, but there, there's a good exchange in that fan fiction where I'm just talking about like, no, I, I was into Manson, not like the, the problematic one. Like the okay one. Well, they're both fucking problematic, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess on that note, uh, so where did you used to post? What were your internet stomping grounds back before we all just started using the same four websites? Man, I am not like a super online dude. I was never on any valid. forums to speak of. I mean, I used to have a MySpace and I used to have a Facebook, but you know, mm-hmm. other than like a couple of like band fan pages that just, you immediately realize that everyone on them is fucking insane. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. uh, I, uh, I have a, a, a theory that like, you know, Twitter was never like good. Right. Yeah. But like once Elon took over, it just turned into like, it's like if there was a double booking of like a clan meeting and like uh, hall monitors of America were just like at the same venue. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And now with all the blue check stuff, it's just turned the entire website into like adults having a conversation in just like an infinite gas station parking lot, you know, just the <laughs> right. most insane fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, one thing yeah. I've learned in the last few months is that I've muted the right people. Oh yeah, yeah. My Twitter I, I experience. Don't mute anybody? Interesting. I just, I just, I want to. I, I, I love crazy shit, and I just want to see all the psychos. You know, I just. That's kind of how I write, right? Is just like to. I, I like to see what the the weirdos are saying and see what I can play off of it, right? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I think there's there's people that are uh, that are fascinated by internet weirdos, and you guys seem to be two of them. And there's people that are just like, "Get this the fuck out of my face." That being said, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is it is funny. Welcome Third to hand. the right podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. What's my dog of choice? Well, what?
what have you got for us? All right, well, you said that you don't really post on the internet, but um, have you ever, I guess, my, I guess since I like to kind of open with a little question, I guess my question for both of you all is, so, so did you ever uh, look up anything about drugs on the internet when you were younger? Like, did you ever have that moment where you had to go on, like, Alta Vista and be like, how do I smoke a weed or whatever? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not really a drug guy, so that was never, never my experience. Interesting, yeah, because I'm not like I'm, I'm just like sober by circumstance. Like I just never got into it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have an extremely limited um, experience with drugs, which is funny because like a bunch of my closest friends are like the there's like an iceberg of like how many drugs you do. Sure. Where like you're sober, but you still you know if you do the reddit bullshit you're still but you're still drinking coffee aren't you that's a drug and then right. there's like you know then there's you're like the Amish music. you don't right <laughs> you dance uh, <laughs> but then there's the dudes who like they've dabbled in everything and then there's like the darkest abyssal depth and that's like a good number of my friends where they're they'll tell you about drugs that are just like numbers like russian research chemical drugs where there's you have to buy them out of like countries with no names, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> You've right. Gotten into this shit. Yeah, dark web yeah. shit. You only pay for like, it. Oh man, you try out the new e- the new E six two one. All that shit's fantastic. Right. Yeah. It's it's nuts. Stuff so very that, limited uh, experience with drugs. Stuff that John McAfee was making at a lab in Belize before he was murdered. Oh yeah, the, the John McAfee's. That's a what a delightful story um, of a of a what is it a billionaire who paid teenagers to shit in his mouth? I mean, <laughs> come on, <laughs> what's not to love? I think the they all one do that. good billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say yeah. he's a good billionaire now, but <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, uh, in Minecraft. But yeah, so the reason why I asked that is because today I'm going to be telling you this is a, this is a story that has been requested a good amount. And we're going to be talking about Phenazepam, a.k.a. The Juice. This is a story from Something Awful's drug subforum, the Crackhead Clubhouse. We have uh, talked, we have never actually read anything from it before. And I want to do a little warning here before we go into it. This is an episode with a body count. We've, 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 we've talked about that before, but this is our first real one that we've ever done. So we're going to be t- taking a direct look at drug addicts posting about their lives and the effects of their addiction. So if that's something that is going to upset you, then by all means, please skip this one. Um, uh, also, this is our first episode dealing with the Crackhead Clubhouse, but it's not going to be our last because we're only talking about one kind of drug in this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the context for this one, I told you, it's about a drug called Phenazepam. Uh, phenazepam is a benzodiazepine. For those of you uh, and the listeners who don't have organic chemistry degrees, um, basically, it's a, it's a benzos are, you know, the tranquilizers, they're downers. Uh, you know, stuff like Xanax is probably one of the most popular ones now. Um, and this was one that was invented back in the 70s in Soviet Russia as a way of tranquilizing alcoholics and mental patients. <laughs> So right from the beginning, this is this is like something out of like an SCP. It's like this was something invented yeah. in a lab in Soviet Russia decades ago that has been rediscovered and is going to be wreaking havoc on the modern world. It it sounds like uh, like I can see the precursor of what eventually happened to Jordan Peterson, right? Because he was like a he was addicted to benzos and a, and an alcoholic, and so he went to Russia and was put into a chemically induced coma that fried. Good chunks of his brain. 
<laughs> Jesus, yeah, he, which is that. my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, uh, he like lost the ability to talk for a while, and uh, like a lot of people on the left were just like, "Come on, come on, come on, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy." <laughs> yeah, that's why Amazing. now every time when you see him, he looks like shit. He's just crying constantly because, like, yeah, he is just is like it is like elder abuse at this point. His daughter, his daughter, is just weekend at burning him around. It's it's sad. <laughs> it couldn't happen to a nicer guy, though. <laughs> right, of course. Anyway, yeah, and so. Um, Anyway, because of this institutional use and because uh, phenazepam has an extraordinarily long shelf life, there were just huge quantities of it in existence at the time, and it's pretty easy to find. So we are going to be starting with a thread in the Crackhead Clubhouse titled Phenazepam, Any Experiences, and then parentheses, No Vendor Discussion. This starts on September 21st of 2009, and the OP of this thread is a poster named Oh No Not Me. And uh, this is how they open. I have a load of finazepam, a Russian benzo legal in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. It is cheap, available online, and reportedly very potent. But you can only buy it as a pure powder. It has a 60-hour half-life, and stories abound of people getting fucked up on week-long blackouts by trying to eyeball a one-milligram dose, which is about the size of a small grain of sand. Easy to mess up. So I did my research, have ordered some propylene glycol to dissolve it in, so I can control the dose exactly drop by drop. I've always been a big Benzo fan and an addict on and off for years. I'm just curious as to whether or not anyone else has tried it in normal or recreational doses. So right off the bat, I'm an addict. Anybody have any advice on how to take this drug? Now, uh, what's is eyeball to be taken literally? Yeah, that's what my question is, too, is like, are they talking about measuring a one milligram dose? Or are they talk because they, they say drop by drop. Are you d- dropping this into your eyeball? Premium red eye. You're a buyer. You know the score. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's going to be a thing that pops up later. When they say eyeballing, what they mean is instead of measuring it, you do it just by how it looks. Like you look oh, at it and oh, go, right. well, that okay. looks like about a milligram or whatever. Of course, right. Just, 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 you know, you're taking this super potent drug. And when they talk about, um, since, since I do have some organic chemistry experience, I can uh, basically half the half-life, what they're talking about is like it takes 60 hours for your body to process half of it. So this is a drug that lasts multiple days before it even starts to wear off wow so it also has a very long come up time so that is why this drug is so scary because it is a drug that takes a long time to affect you that stays in your system for a long time so you can imagine you know it's like the joke about edibles people like these edibles ain't shit five minutes later except this time instead of five minutes later it's like six hours later So what happens is you can imagine someone be like, oh, this isn't doing anything. I need to take more. And then they take more. And also when you take, you know, benzo, since they're downers, when you take them, your inhibitions go down. So you might be like less concerned about maybe not redosing quickly. You can see how this would very quickly escalate into a really bad spiral. You start to have a bad trip and you're like, I just got to make it through next Wednesday. So immediately after that, oh no, not me, is qual- they're clarifying about the dosage size. They go, unless you have a tolerance, I would suggest starting with the 0.5 milligrams. If it makes you calm and happy, then great. You will be calm and happy for three or four days. If you have no tolerance, four milligrams might just make you a useless vegetable for a week. So keep that in mind throughout this. Half of a milligram is, is the active dose that people are starting with. That's how small this is. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, I, I, when I smashed my whole fucking body up last summer, I, uh, for those who don't know, uh, a dude ran into me while I was riding my bike, and I uh, crushed two teeth, broke my nose, and then broke my wrist. Um, 
and I had like surgery on my nose and shit, and they gave me hydros, and I had like half of one, and I was like, oh yeah, not for me. I can. I had half of one, and I was like, I can absolutely see why they strip towns of copper because of these fucking things. So <laughs> I have the opposite, and it terrifies me because the one time I've ever had surgery, they gave me um, Norco. Okay, and uh, I took one and felt nothing, and I was like, I'm not. I'm not fucking going further down this. Oh yeah, I've I've like lost good people because of that whole goddamn nightmare and uh that's like that's a whole arc of my childhood is like having to find family members sleeping on like uh the fire escape of an abandoned loft you know like because of jesus this goddamn pill so yeah anyways uh don't do these uh unless you know what you're doing or you want to be cool and have fun. As you were saying, Jay, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah no. when you said the opposite, I thought, because when I, the only other time I really had major surgery was I got my wisdom teeth removed, and the dentist wouldn't give me real painkillers. This gave me, like, prescription strength ibuprofen. Oh, yeah, I have ibuprofen in there that are 800 milligrams. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Here, Brian, if, if you could read uh, just a little highlighted passage, this little separate passage here, I just want to get you to, you to read one there. Uh, yes. So, illegal and long-lasting benzo sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Oh. And just to give an example, this is one of the websites where people are getting are, are getting this information from. <laughs> 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 getting high legally dot net <laughs> yeah since, since Win, winslow is our resident painting a picture of the mind person if you could describe getting high legally dot net to the listener okay so it is it is on technically a 16 by 9 format screen but you can tell that it was originally designed for a 4 by 3 format crt screen so it's like really squat um the entire website is designed to look like a uh, cartoonish uh, legal document being held by a man in a suit. And there's like, you know, a little pen and eraser next to it. So it's very like, it's it's a type of website that doesn't exist anymore because everything is super clean and sleek and modern. Where like, they used to make websites like look like shit. Like look, not look bad, but like look like a thing. Like, you know, if, if some band was on tour, they would make the entire website look like an old timey radio and the dial would like go to the tour dates and the, <laughs> the little thing would uh, would light up and tell you the song that's playing in the background. Because back in the day, the, the websites would all play different fucking songs. Right. <laughs> and so this is just like a glimpse into the it's like if GeoCities had a had an older brother that went to a community college that's the website we're looking at here if you've ever seen a comedy poster yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you know the level of graphic design fucking thing. <laughs> yeah 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 also i just had to say look at the updates june two, july 2008 dxm is back in stock amazing oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah we have stopped accepting e-gold and e-bullion payments oh that's funny so <laughs> the days so, the days before crypto maybe Uh, we have an, a post named Taste Blue posted update. I flush mine down the toilet. Too many blackouts from this substance. For the uninitiated, benzo blackouts will make you do stupid, dangerous thing. 
And also, if you make a habit, withdrawals are going to be a bitch. So also, this is a drug that makes you black out and has withdrawal. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is... This is uh, for for people who aren't like super super familiar with drugs, and I'm like absolutely one of them. Uh, but if you're somehow even less familiar than me, one thing to to note is that like uh, you'll see in a lot of towns where weed isn't legal, you can sell Delta Eight, um, which is a, an extremely specific offshoot strain of weed that. It's like a rougher, coarser high, if that makes any sense. But it's uh, because local legislature, uh, they have to be very specific sometimes, sometimes absolutely not. Uh, they will ban THC cannabinoid products, right? Mm -hmm. But then they'll just find something that's like THCB, cannabinoid F, you know, like very subtle variations. And that's how we had so many people just getting absolutely horsed on like salvia back in the day. So... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the, the, the big money salvia days. Yeah. Yes, big money salvia, of course. Oh, yeah, no, it's, I know. I totally know that pain, too, because yeah, I live in Florida where, where weed is like still just prescription only. And my, my, my hookup has been kind of away for all. So I, I only have Delta. So if you see if you guys hear me smoke right now, that's why, because that, that shit just doesn't do anything. Yeah. OK. And um, here, Winslow, if you could read some pigs post here. Some pig writes. Does anyone find that blue light thread searching on Google? Holy hell. It's, it's up there with some of the most fucked up drug stories I've ever heard. It's pages long. And about this kid and his friends taking way too much of this stuff. These kids end up smoking crack, going to jail, blacked out, crashing multiple cars. Their girlfriends somehow end up prostituting on the street for crack and heroin. All within the course of one week. What? It's something that wouldn't <laughs> even be great. believable in a dare workbook. Irresponsible benzo abuse is some of the most depraved and evil shit on the planet. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, the thing that I've heard people talk about when it comes to, like, uh, benzos and heroin is just, like, uh, the advice that I've heard from, like, recovered addicts is don't try it, you'll love it. Right. Because it's, <laughs> like, it's such a rush of the exact fucking chemical that we are all like as human beings desperately trying to find. Um, but it's giving you like 10,000 times more than you could possibly handle. And so, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that like you could completely doink your entire life. There's a guy on Reddit that just fucked his entire life up because of this exact thing, you know? It's amazing that this is like, well, first of all, when they say it's legal, it's not over the counter, right? No, they're buying it online and getting it shipped to them. It's it's just not illegal in the sense that like there aren't specific laws against it, so nobody's really enforcing it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that you can just like go to a website and buy. It's like in South Africa or something, and then they just send you a tiny little vial with like a uh, you know some sort of pink powder in mm -hmm. it, and you know you can ruin a Thanksgiving. <laughs> this sort of blanket term for them is research chemicals, like right. I mentioned earlier. Just like just like weird, yeah, chemicals that don't really have a street name or anything, and aren't like, but like you can order from like some manufacturer in China or something. Okay, gotcha. Good. Yeah. Cool. Great. So, Smart yeah, stuff. After all that, yeah. Following up from all that, yeah. Yep. Which is why I'm being super careful with it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that is another recurring element with t with the crackhead clubhouses. You know, something awful. 2000s internet. These are like a lot of like relatively well-off white dudes and like living comfortable lives that are like 
bored and unsa- and unfulfilled, so they turn to drugs. But they're like, oh, well, I'm smart. I'm not like one of those junkies. You know, I'm right. not some poor person. I'm not going to be stupid about this. Right, right, and right. Then, right. <laughs> Fast forward and one week, time. sucking dick at a truck stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. that. And and what's amazing is that, like, we're talking about this in 2004 or, uh, no, 2009 is when this post was made. But uh, if you uh, buy anything off of AliExpress or Alibaba, which obviously I do quite a lot, um, your Facebook ads for the next rest of your life <laughs> will be, like, you know, an inflatable bounce house that you can buy for $1,000, uh, a bunch of, like, plastic stuff that you have no idea what it is. And then, like... <laughs> bulbs of uh of dmt powder (laughs) like like enough dmt to send a gorilla into outer space you know what i mean like amazing yeah and you just you're just buying that stuff from china yeah from like factories in china which who fucking knows how that works and one guy who is basically in hiding is getting unbelievably rich from it oh yes exactly that yeah and also, this the same guy uh, talking about his experience. He goes, Xanax influenced me to drive drunk way too many times. Yeah. So, so be careful, guys. He finishes. <laughs> so, this, this is the same stuff that took down Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. We aren't even off the first page of the thread, by the way. It's just been nothing. But this is all in the first page of the thread. People are wall to wall red flags about this. Amazing. So. So they were warned, Mr. Policeman, we gave you all the clues here. You could have stopped this. I'm going to introduce here, this is Brukaki. Brukaki is the poster that I kind of focused all this around because they are kind of the main character of this of this particular story. So their posts here that they open with, they go, I reminisce about the time I took 12 milligrams of Xanax and called my friend twice in five minutes to ask her if I left my beer at her house. Then I woke up in the morning with food in my mouth and a plate of food in my bed. I'm pretty glad I didn't choke in my sleep. Be safe. So just remember, wow. this is where this person is starting from. Okay. And this person is going to be uh, making some very big decisions in the upcoming pages. It's worth pointing out that Brukaki <laughs> is apparently perma-banned by Fist Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fist Girl is one of the moderators on there. Yeah, so they, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So put a pin in that. It's going to come up later that Brukaki <laughs> yeah. is perma-banned. Right. Uh, I, I should say, if we haven't already told you this, um, one of the rules to have an account on Something Awful is that uh, the user must be a live <laughs> so <laughs> uh-huh. okay yeah it's a bit of dramatic dramatic irony for our listeners yeah here. and so this person here um this this poster here uh echinopsis ec- they pop this they give a they give um they show up giving a word of warning and if someone could read this 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 one here uh would uh <laughs> winslow would you like to read that one benzos really aren't you very euphoric drugs you might feel happy because you're so relaxed, but that's about it. At normal prescription doses, the effects are subtle. At higher doses, expect to be very sleepy and you may experience memory loss. Mixed with alcohol, you'll feel drunk from two to three drinks, but combining alcohol and benzos is a good way to kill yourself. You'll also barely remember shit the next day. If you stay on it for a while, often even at a prescription level dose, you'll start to forget shit all the time and get frustrated at yourself and just generally turn stupid. <laughs> and <laughs> something awful... The internet makes you stupid. So <laughs> you know what you know what else makes you stupid? Benzos. Benzos. <laughs> yeah. So Oh jeez, yeah. And that is another thing that is like you mentioned you mentioned this at the top of the at the top of the thing. Yeah, like this doesn't even like make you euphoric or anything. This is just something that like treats your anxiety. But and also another thing so it, this is a thing that, that hurts your memory, and also if you drink alcohol with it, it will kill you. So you have to remember not to do that. 
two things are kind of uh, diametrically opposed. Yeah, it's it's where nobody is at the wheel. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, we are watching a whole bunch of cats wandering around a whole bunch of faces, and there's nothing we can do about <laughs> it. I'm stuck on this. It's not even that euphoric of a drug thing. So this this is uh, this is a bunch of people who are chasing something incredibly dangerous just to kind of feel like you're ditchweed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, like it's, it's amazing how deep the depression goes and how people just, there's a lot of people who just straight up don't realize that they're depressed Mm -hmm. and that they're doing like depression shit. Um, And so, yeah, it's just that same thing where it's like, I don't want to feel, if I can't feel high, just make me feel fucking different. Right. Right. Or nothing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just quoting myself for those who may have skimmed over it, benzo withdrawal is the most horrible thing in the world. Sure, it's all fine and dandy being addicted if you keep your doses low enough that you can function well, but what when your enormous supply runs out or it's banned, very soon I expect, and no longer available? You're left with a massive habit and withdrawals that, believe me, you cannot function on. Can't go to work, can't do anything for months. Lose your job, your friends, etc. not to be trifled with. Yeah, and... <laughs> That's another thing too is like when you when you get with these drugs you are at the mercy of just complete strangers on the internet on the other side of the planet. Uh, uh, an example of how that can go bad: there was a while where they figured out that you could buy decorative poppy plants from like uh, interior decorating stores and, <laughs> and boil them to make opium tea. So a bunch of people were making very strong opium tea, building up very high tolerances, and then all the stores stopped selling it because they realized what was happening. So you have all these people that were hooked on opium that suddenly had their supplies cut off. Jesus, just rifling through the spice cabinet trying to find something else yeah just yeah. like how, just how much nutmeg can i take right. that won't kill me <laughs> right. will get me high it's like i need something that will like more than will abort a baby but won't abort me like, <laughs> yeah just, uh, <laughs> yeah i need that fucking sweet aglophytus or whatever the fuck they took in silent hill yeah, uh, no, that is, yeah, just more organic chemistry. But yeah, nutmeg used to be a, 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 you know, an abortion drug back in the day because of how toxic it is toxic and can get you mildly high. So my, yeah, you know, my, we live in America, you know, my dad warned me to not smoke banana peels. And I don't <laughs> think that anyone ever did. Uh, like I, my I, understanding with that is people did it at protests to get busted by the cops. And then the jokes on them, they like in the sixties, it wasn't weed. Oh fuck. That's so weird. But I think <laughs> was, there was a thing where that was like, that was like a popular urban legend was that if you baked banana peels and scraped out the inside smoke, it would get you high. It was like, it was like one of those things kids would fall, f- yeah. kids would fall for or like, yeah, or like before public- we had keyboard cleaner. <laughs> yeah. That was like in the, it was like in the anarchist cookbook in between the thing about painting the, the goats one, two, and four. Like just Yes, know. that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <coughs> and also it's a poster just the tip uh, replies to all that with, No offense, guys, but can we stop with the withdrawal and negative stories? People get the picture. This shit is dangerous. I don't want this to be like the opiate thread where every other post was a withdrawal one or people telling a new poster asking a question about some hydrocodone or something to don't do it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. People always focus on the negative side of child pornography. <laughs> I know. What about how fucking fun it is when you find it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
this is what I asked was I was like, make sure Brian knows this is gonna be this is gonna be real. Uh, this is advanced level and from the internet. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It's a really fun one to jump into. Great. Uh, just to give you an idea, Brian, when when I knew that I was gonna have you on the pod, I uh, I told Jay, all right, Jay, if we have Brian on, we have to do an episode with a body count. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so after all that buildup, um, we get the first trip reports keep coming in. For those of you who don't have a lot of experience reading about people doing drugs on the internet, trip reports are what they call it when people basically post about their drug experiences on the internet. And um, so the trip reports start coming in. Here's our first one from the appropriately named Brain Dance. <laughs> okay. So day one, I felt all right, nice and relaxed. It isn't the strongest benzo in the world, but I had been having a pretty couple stressful days. Sadly, I had to read some stuff. Really struggled with that. <laughs> so right away, great drug. I had to read a little bit, which was kind of a problem. But. I should point out before you go further that I am functionally illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> great drug, so long as you don't need to do anything that requires reading. <laughs> okay. Something kicked in half an hour, but the peak built up a ways after a couple. Eventually, it felt like waves of the stuff hitting me. I didn't really get any desire to go out and do anything like a lot of other benzos give M. Just felt like laying there, not doing shit. Things are kind of patchy. At some point, I downloaded the first few seasons of Tiny Toons. <laughs> Don't remember doing that. I do remember the newest episode of House. That might... <laughs> 2009. Yeah. That might have been before I took it, though, because in all honesty, pretty much every day of this week kind of blended together. Going to classes slash work was a pain in the ass. This stuff is sedating, but more tiring. I just felt like I needed to lay down really bad, but I got my work done, didn't say anything stupid at work, and was fine. This morning, I guess I called into work, question mark? I don't remember that one. I still feel pretty chill. Woke up at one and it's almost three? Don't remember time going by so fast. And I feel like driving out somewhere for a smoke. <laughs> what? I couldn't come up with a funnier punchline than that. I'm blacking out losing time. I feel like driving. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like autopilot or some shit it's amazing i well my theory is that like your brain works on a moment to moment basis and like as our memories go like we have this very long thread of our memory right but like if you asked me what i ate for breakfast two weeks ago i wouldn't remember it but because like as we move forward in time the end of our memory is slowly getting scrubbed away by its like irrelevance to our present moment and with this, yeah. is it's just scrubbing away like a, it's like it's like curling Olympic level curling where they're scrubbing away just uh, <laughs> in, in behind the the train of memory. So they're they're operating perfectly normally, but they have no recollection moment to moment. Wow. Yeah. This is this is this is someone who like watched Memento and was like, I gotta get me some of that shit. Like, yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's almost we're almost uh, talking severance at this point. Like. Uh, yeah, no, this is, they're severing themselves. You're so good. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, or it's, it's like, it's like someone, someone read the man who mistook his wife for a hat. Right. Was like, I was going to say that same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, if, if you want to get into like even more, like it's like fourth dimensional mind fuck bullshit. Uh, the man who mistook his wife for a hat and, and hallucinations also, uh, both by, by Oliver Sacks. Holy shit. Those are good books. So I could definitely recommend, yeah, they're super accessible, and also, yeah, they're just, like, I think really understanding, like, that we really are just meat puppets that are addicted in our consciousness is, like, really weird. It's, it, it helps, I think it gives you a better appreciation for, like, how our brains work and your own thoughts. Like, 
Great book, yeah. So Braindance continues. Uh, okay, so also Braindance, their last post. Um, so this is, okay, we're on the 25th of September. Braindance goes, shit, this just never ends. I didn't even take a lot and seemed to be in a relatively sweet spot. Not taking more because I need to get the ability to read and make sense of things <laughs> back. But it just doesn't stop. What job does this guy have, by the way? <laughs> yeah, a job where you don't need to read and can't remember where you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm an airline pilot. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> God. Just another day of warming the seats for people at the bus stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first day isn't even all that strong. Then you wake up in the next day and have no idea what's going on. What the hell even is today? Str- strongest benzo I've ever taken, but I don't know if it's for me. I have too much stuff to do. Neat if you want to just chill out for a few days, though, I guess. <laughs> I'm so tired and drained, but I don't think I could sleep. No one drug has given me so much apathy. I'm not worried about anything, but damn, I just don't want to do anything. Jesus, cool, man. yeah, fun. Drug, drug that gives you depression. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's like anhedonia that you just inject into your fucking eyeball. I, look, I get that it's not my thing. Drugs aren't really, like, my deal, but... It is, it is so, there's so much work to be done when I find out that somebody's whole identity is weed for me to ever fucking respect them. Oh, for sure. Because, like, it's so fucking much, and it just seems so excruciatingly dull. I'm sure there's people who smoke weed who, like, are perfectly functional and have, like, these, I'm like, my addiction is to, like, productivity and work, and I'm, like, constantly fucking working, but, like... Yeah, so so when I see, long story short, when I see people who just like smoke a bowl and watch like bad movies on purpose, yeah. Oh, it's it's I cannot begin to comprehend that. Yeah, I'm you know? I'm with you and my limited dabbling with weed was like, "Oh, I'm 5 seconds behind the conversation. Cool." Yeah. It's just it. it's like every bad part. Everything that you worry about as a comedian, yeah. like that I'm not clever, that I'm not like snappy and I'm not like up to date and things like that. It right. just magnifies it, you know. Yeah, so. I know people have different, you know, a, a huge part of this is that people have completely different uh experiences with it and that they, they don't feel that way. They find the right strain that fucking makes them feel energized or, you know, socially uninhibited or whatever. But yeah, that's right. not my experience. No, God, literally the last time I, I fucking, uh, I had an edible, it hit me like a fucking truck. And like, I was in like a, a time loop that felt like it was taking years and years. I puked my fucking brains out. Oh, I Jesus. Like sweat a pound off and they had to call poison control. And I was like, yeah, oh. I'm good. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I think I'll just continue killing myself with open mics. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank- thankfully, I-, I, can ma- I, make- I can make up for both of you, I guess. Perfect. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Finally tested. Also, one thing I want to mention, because I, I skipped over a bit in Brain Dance's post, they talk about buying at a scale. Um, so because since finazepam requires such a minuscule active dose, you need a pretty expensive scale because you need to be able to measure thousands of a gram to portion this out. So that is a very, for people who don't have a lot of it, that is like a lab-grade quality right. scale. So because you need a very fancy scale to measure this powder, instead what they opt to do is it's dissolvable in propylene glycol, you know, the this, this stuff that... The, Vape juice, uh, the, it's also fog juice for fog machines. Um, it's basically, they just dissolve it in that and then measure it out by volume. So it's like, 
to do not not to give you guys chemistry homework or anything here, but it's like no, yeah, I, if, if you need to measure out like twenty, if you have like you need to measure out the doses, you like dissolve it into like a hundred milliliters of of the stuff and then measure it out that way. So going forward, when people talk about propylene glycol and measuring it out, that's what they're talking. about. Okay, why don't we put vape chemicals into fog machines? When there's like riots and this chill everybody way the fuck out. Well, well, Russia tried that once and then everyone died because that, there's a reason why anesthesiologists are like some of the most highly paid. You also just basically describe Smilex. Oh God. Yeah. That's a fucking intense band name. <laughs> it is. Fu- it is funny that you mentioned Smilex. I do want to say like later on, because of how potent this stuff is like, this is like a real life version of like, of like scarecrow gas from Batman. Be- oh, Be- yeah. Begins. Like, like if half a gram can fuck someone up, if you got like a couple kilograms of this and you could like dose a city, yeah. this is like something that you would use to hold Gotham rant. <laughs> <laughs> or just have a super fucking forgettable week. We're going to make a whole pot of whales just lose their job. Yeah. one bit right here is very funny another very very funny thing about drug people is whenever they get worried about the safety of the of their drug paraphernalia while ignoring the fact that the drugs that they're taking are very dangerous there's there's a bunch of people like bickering about if 99 percent pure propylene glycol is still safe or not it's just, just dumb chemistry jerk i do like this one guy here super rad he goes um he's talking about who he was i however i did get ill after doing a hand sanitizer screwdriver Jesus i bet it was all the I, christ <laughs> and then he follows up i bet it was all the disgusting lavender perfume in it it's it's just like worrying about the the cleanliness of the syringe that you're injecting puppy shit into your femoral (laughs) artery (laughs) that's not the problem There's a bit later. There's a bit later where a guy is trying to make blotter sheets, and he's asking about like, "Huh, is is printer ink toxic?" (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Also, I do want to say, you know, I used to be a substitute teacher. That's one of the jobs I used to have. And when I was doing it in Orlando, when I was going to college, I got to sub at like the juvenile detention center, like the prison. Best, easiest substituting job ever because I always had like two armed guards with me at any time. And if a kid caused any trouble, they would just immediately take them out. I didn't have to do shit. It was the easiest job I ever had as a substitute teacher. <laughs> but I'm bringing it up because I always remember when I was there, all the hand sanitizer dispensers were foam ones. They couldn't use alcohol because they didn't like the kids would drink it. So, like, that's just, oh, what, yeah. I was, that's just what I was thinking about with that stuff. Hell um, yeah. Also, the, the, yeah, the, the reason why they got sick from drinking it is because they denatured it. Like, I'm sorry, I, I can't talk about chemistry stuff. I'll, I'll, I'm just so boring. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's a whole thing. If you want to go into it deeper, I mean, like, uh, the story behind, like, um, when they were building the atom bomb, it was, like, technically at, at Trinity, it was, like, a dry town, the little, uh, like, government uh, base yeah. that they built there. Um, and, but they were like, all right, no alcohol is, is allowed on the premises, obviously. It's a military base, right? Um Except it was, like, literally the most brilliant scientist who had ever lived. And so they just made their own and just got completely horsed off of, like, torpedo fuel and (laughs) shit like that. So the guys that built the atom bomb were, like, dealing with hangovers while, like, pounding 
rivets into the single most destructive thing we had ever made. Probably should have just let him have some Budweiser's. Yeah, just probably just let him get that Bud, Bud Light and make a big old fucking trans bomb. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, well, I will to, say, Brian, since part, a part of my lore that you don't know is I used to do, I used to be a moonshiner. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I, like I, yeah, like making alcohol is very easy. I just wanted to let you know because I think it's pretty cool. And I, actually, <laughs> if, if you have video on, you can see the electric still on the shelf behind me. I still have it. It's very funny. They sell them as water purifiers yes. because you know it's still technically legal. But if you look at like the recommended, the purchase also bought with is always like brewer's yeast and like right. <laughs> it's so good, amazing. Just the tip continues being like, can we please stop the negative posts? We know this is dangerous. We are taking the right precautions. <laughs> Arrested development in a voice. They were not taking the precautions. <laughs> so remember all that stuff I told you about the scales earlier? Um, yes. Here, here uh, Brian, if you could read the highlighted bit from Radicalism. Yes. I don't have a milligram scale and have been eyeing about very small amounts of granules, five to seven, and taking them once every two days or more. So they're 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 literally counting out individual grains of this stuff because it's so small. Just five to seven grains. Accurate. Good. Smart. Yeah. It just makes me think of when I was going off of uh, venlafaxine or Effexor, uh for for the Christians among us, and um, <laughs> it's it's like this really primitive antidepressant, and it like punches a hole in your brain and like puts like a a circus tent pole to keep your brain from collapsing. And then when you go off it, like it doesn't do anything to like fix the hole that it left in your brain, so to speak. Hmm. And so uh, the way that you have to go off of uh, those pills is like, they have the little, um, you know, the little plastic capsules that you take, you have to pop it open and then they are filled with like maybe, you know, 500 little grains Mm -hmm. of the venlafaxine and you remove a single grain and then the next day you remove two grains and then three and then like it takes months to wean off and the entire time your body is just getting wrecked by this shit it's like you have the flu for like three months it's a fucking nightmare (laughs) and that's Uh, that's prescription that's like that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> so they're dealing with with something that like you you usually only give to like you know dogs. That's like how you give yourself an immunity to poisons. It's just like, it's like <laughs> right. the reverse. It is. Yeah. You just take a little little less each time. It is. Like, that is as we mentioned, that's that's like one thing I always wish someone would make is like they should make like a, a subscription box where like every month they set you like slightly more poison. You know, <laughs> build up an immunity. Like it's like you know every month and it's like every year is like a different one. So it's like oh damn, I got to subscribe. Like, I got the arsenic one this year. Oh man, you know, just for thwarting assassins. They should um, make a subscription box where it's just like like the the uh, a bunch of pills they sweep up off the floor. You know. <laughs> Yeah, they've just been like rock tumbled in the mail, so there's no numbers on it or anything. You can't be looking up. Rock tumbled. (laughs) Shoot the moon. Uh, It's like Butcher Box, though. You also get three free pounds of chicken wings if you sign up for a year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, it's like they get. No, it's like you get you get you get dog tranquilizers, but it's not actually for the dog. It's just for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so very important here. So this poster, some pig on September 29th, 2009, they make a post that will live on in infamy. They go, you should call it in parentheses, the juice, because they're dissolving it in propylene glycol and it's liquid and they're drug users. And a part of drug culture is just having the dumbest possible names for everything. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. So they call it the juice and going forward, you're going to see that a lot. So 
this is the saga of the juice, and that's where it comes from. So some pig, you know, we can thank them for that. Yeah, I. Uh, that's why I wanted to start this podcast by just going like, so, Brian, how do you feel about the juice? <laughs> and just see what we could take it from there. But here we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... Continuing some pig, uh, a follow-up post that they go, between poppies, benzedrines, research chemicals, and dejuice, you can get all your drugs through the internet without ever having to step outside. This is truly a brave new world we are living in. And that is the part, yeah, that is, these are people who are like, I want to do drugs and sit around at home, like, <laughs> on the internet. Right. I mean, to be fair, same, but like, you know, <laughs> I don't brag about it. <laughs> I don't present it as an aspirational lifestyle. See, we've we've already uh, morphed from spelling juice properly to spelling it in a cool way with two O's. Yes, like very Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going forward, it's yeah, da juice D A J O O S E. This is true. One night, a drunk friend and a drunk me snagged two insulin needles out of relative's large box and tried to boil up Xanax and water in a spoop, which I assume is spoon. It did not happen. Not at all. It's just very funny to see people writing like a drill tweet earnestly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. This is a very fun. I'm, I like that we reenacted this. We this is a synecdoche. We we recreated it in miniature at the beginning. So so since Winslow, you were the one who asked if you could read Henry Henry Huxley's posts here. Just ordered. Can someone explain to me how this eyeballing is done? No. Do you use a solvent? Do you jam it under the eyelid? This really isn't that obvious for someone who doesn't normally take drugs with his eyeballs. What, like, if if there's if there's any hurdle, don't cross it. Because <laughs> on the like the finish line is you've already seen it's weeks of just depression fugue. That's the thing. He he went into a thread about a drug. He didn't read any of the posts. He just jumped to the end and starts asking questions. Like, I'm not going to read all this shit, you know. But I jam it in my eye, right? You're right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How hard? How deep? <laughs> do I spit in it first? <laughs> right. All I need to know, how much of this do I put in my eyeball? Uh, Shasta Ord Soda is going to be a recurring character in, our, in this story. So, so I broke my promise to myself and bought some of this shit from eBay. It got here earlier this week. I don't have a scale, so I tapped a few tiny flakes out of the bag and arranged them with a razor blade into a flattened si- and into the flattened size of a dot at the end of a sentence. It didn't do much. So it- <laughs> What's the name of that thing? Also- There's a word for it. Also- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The juice. We can't spell. We can't use punctuation. Jesus Christ. This is this isn't the creative convention. This is the crackhead clubhouse. Go take your writing somewhere else, book nerd. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it didn't do much, so a couple hours later I tried the same. Then a couple hours after that I did two dots. Later I did, I don't know, enough to think that taking even more two hours before work was a good idea. I ended up calling in sick about 15 minutes before the start of that Wednesday night shift and promptly passed the fuck out. I slept most of the way through Thursday, and when I woke up I couldn't find the bag of finazepam anywhere. I, I know I didn't take it at all because I always keep it in the bag inside a larger bag and also has a baggie of 2CL in it. And I'm not seeing that bag around here. I didn't trip my ass off, so I guess it's okay. 
I called off work again Thursday night, despite not having ingested any finazepam for over 24 hours. I just felt so exhausted, mostly physically, but also very much mentally. The times I could stay awake, I just lay in bed watching movies. It's Friday morning now, and a lot of the loginess is still with me, but I could feel it fading. Wow, what a week, in parentheses. The parts I remember... <laughs> like, the, in, in, in a normal person, that's like the scariest week of your life. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they are just like, it, it's, it's, it's like, uh, if you think about, um, what is it? Total recall. It's like imagining somebody going to the total recall machine and inserting, uh, the death of a loved one that doesn't exist into their own <laughs> memories. <laughs> You know, I just want to feel just, sad and low with no benefit whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, you you go you go you go to recall. And you're like, yeah. Can you just make me feel like shit, fam? Just give me the worst thing you've got. Bury a molestation in there, could you? <laughs> yes. Just. I want to get digitally penetrated. <laughs> that's a good. That, that's a that's a good crossover there because you're using a computer to put brains in you. All right, there. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a script out of that one. We can come back to that later. <laughs> Note right, yeah. uh, more of Shasta. If this drug receives even the least bit of mainstream notoriety, I fully expect it to be billed as underlined in italics the new date rape drug. <laughs> They're not wrong. Yeah. That's the thing that's so scary about this. Like this is something where a few grains of it can make you black out like i'm glad that this didn't get big like i'm like when i made this document i was thinking like the alternate history of like this blew up and was like a thing like god imagine the, the summer of the juice that we would have had like like it's like when pokemon go got big except it's just like the week where everyone just forgot where they were <laughs> Also, fuck, I threw up again tonight and still have trouble keeping down water, let alone food. I feel really hazy and my short and long-term memories are shit. Coming up four days since my last dose, this shit is hardcore. Don't worry, I'm still driving a car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, truly, the juice is loose. They're just... (laughs) (laughs) The juice is indeed loose, and you can't can't get it, put it back in the pen. Um, So... This this is one of the only positive experiences in here on DeJuice that in the the OP, oh no, not me, says it. So they go, I'm just gonna read it. He goes, It feels similar, more muscle relaxant, more sedating, and a touch of Xanax euphoria thrown in. A general I feel great and happy with the world feeling. Although it's sedating, it doesn't knock at me at least out. I could have gone to sleep, but ended up staying awake the whole weekend doing things I needed to do by Monday. No stimulants allowed. So, what? best case scenario, it's like drinking a good cup of coffee or something. What? This makes absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't do anything except when it does, it's bad, and you don't remember it except for the fact that you... Yeah, I didn't I didn't need sleep. I was... I, was Dare right? <laughs> That's the genius of it. It doesn't do anything. (laughs) I didn't feel anything, but I also didn't just, I just didn't feel like sleeping. Like, what the fuck? Like, not a stimulant, but I just didn't go to bed. Anyways. Wild. (laughs) Fucking wild. So, so, so a poster goes up, and they're going, can someone with a good scale on a camera take a picture of a dose, because maybe next to a penny, so I can compare it? They get a reply saying, you won't even see it next to a penny. 
And then in reply to that, someone goes, I don't have a good camera, so this is shitty, but I do have a good scale. So here's a picture of four milligrams, plus or minus one milligram. So first off, they see that they, they so they have a good scale, but then their, their margin of error is an entire quarter of the weight. Sure. So, see this little white line there? That is, that is, so, so half a milligram is a dose. This is what 10 doses of DeJuice looks like. This, <laughs> this little line, you could fit a dose of this in George Washington's earlobe on a quarter. Because this picture <laughs> next, to, next to a quarter and an X-Acto blade knife. A for dirty X-Acto blade. <laughs> you, could put all, you could put all of this in the hole in an X-Acto blade and it would fill like half of it. This is actually helpful because if you look at the size of... Uh, George Washington's nose. It's like, well, if think about like a line that George Washington on the quarter could bump. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this is like a drug. Yeah, this is a drug for people on the coin. Yeah, like this, that is, this you're taking bar. This is like a drug for borrowers. Like the dose size. <laughs> yeah, God, this, this makes me think about like those old urban legends about how uh, somebody like folded down a uh, $100 bill and slipped it into a secret compartment on a penny. And so if you have to check every single penny that ever passes through your hands to see if you got the $100 bill penny, like just <laughs> an insanely, well, one that's impossible, but it's also just, we're talking about an insanely, insanely yeah. small that, amount. That is such a whimsical, magical realism. Yeah. concept. Like <laughs> enough, like it's like a single snowflake, perhaps you know, maybe the eyelash of a butterfly. That's what is enough to kill you, right? <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. And seriously, this is when the bad shit starts going down. I put a note here, here with the big thing that says the juice is loose. That's the oh, kind of the God. catchphrase of this thread. Hell yeah! Is they keep going, the juice is loose. So, poster here from Argos. Uh, who wants to read this one? I'll take it. This is my fifth day of blackout, with memory now slowly returning. Occasionally, I would have somewhat lucid periods. I did dumb things I have very little memory of. I have to have others keep my history, keep my history piece together. Benzo blackouts suck. Treasure your memory. Uh, I also did a lot of traveling and some ecstasy. <laughs> More of the traveling on this drug. <laughs> uh, traveling? I imagine they're not talking about basketball. Uh, and everyone should know by now that uh, don't titrate crystals by eyeball when it as unsatisfactory you should dilute and then not drink the bottle as after it doesn't donist work (laughs) (laughs) this is my horrible advice anyway I thought I should keep the thread updated with data points summary I am uh, R word and now day six. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I put that warning there is because going forward, there's going to be a lot more spelling errors in these posts and we're going to try our best, but we're, you know, honestly like this. Oh boy. Yeah. It's, if you hear us stumbling over words, no, it looks even worse than it sounds. I'm really hung up on. I did a lot of traveling because you know, that's the thing yeah. that I've always hated about travel is the memories. <laughs> it, man, it's it's uh, it's not about the memories that you make. It's about the fact that you are surprised to learn that you went there. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the photos later is so much more interesting than uh, remembering. Oh, God. When you were a kid, did you ever fall asleep on the school bus and wake up after you missed your slop and have no idea where you were? We've bottled that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that, that same person, continue. 
I went two hours north last Wednesday, I think, and then an hour south the next day. Okay, they're describing this as if they're traveling in like Morrowind. You know, they're, <laughs> they're like, fast traveling. This, this is, is in Skyrim. They're not talking about destinations. It's just time and directions, which is very funny. Yeah, to just me. like a, a loading screen pops up and then eight hours pass. Yeah, and I just like to imagine that this is like on a summoning salt video where it's just like hyperspeed, <laughs> just like their character shuffling along. But not running, just like walking really fast, like sped up footage. That is so goddamn funny. Now I want to do like a fake, you know, like those speed running. I want to do like a fake something salt video, but it's about people like speed running the juice. Yes. <laughs> speed running their own demise. Is that, that's a Metallica song. Speed, <laughs> speed running my extinction. Um, <laughs> and then an hour south the next day. Then that day is blurry next day. And then next day, place near my house, and the day after that would be my house today, Tuesday. I think I smoked at most of these places and seemed to have kept my chill, but even more jacked up amnesia? I can feel the R word bleeding out of my words. I believe the most amnesiatic parts are when I did E. Sobriety is going to be nice. <laughs> it, um, so part of uh, part of dementia is that like uh, it's it's the you know the like physical deterioration of your brain. Like dementia patients will come out and they'll do an autopsy and it, their brain will look like Swiss cheese. Mm. Like yeah. it, and, it's uh, scary. Alzheimer's Never Google and dementia do that. that. Oh, it's 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 really fucking frightening. And uh, my grandfather had it uh, pretty bad and. They like he made like no sense the entire time I knew my my grandfather. He like I have not ever had a lucid conversation with him. Um, and then there was one day when he was like sore and he had been fighting with the nurses at the at the uh, nursing home that he was at all day. And uh, he got up and he just looked down and he said, great. Now the ass is mad at me because his ass was sore. And it, it, it's it, that's a part of it is that as you lose yourself to, like, mental, like, the sun setting, the mental decline, mm -hmm. is that every once in a while, the stars will align, and you'll say something that's completely valid and, like, lucid, and then it just crumbles back away. And so it's very funny to end that, like, bizarre paragraph with them going, sobriety is going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was my rock bottom, and I look forward to a brighter day. You know, as a reminder, that these are the Something Awful forums in the year 2009, uh, poster confused nude man goes, I love how deduce is a TCC acceptable term for this thing now. And then the reply by Shasta Ord Soda is deduce. Good. <laughs> yep. Of course. Yes. That's, that's the only thing about this that's so bonkers is that this is still a comedy website. So even when people are like horribly out of control, you'll have people making like the worst photoshops you've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, and I've I included mean, some of them. <laughs> That's kind of the, the most beautiful part about all of this this entire website is that like it's it's it keeps getting to a point where like they're not gonna make it worse and then motherfucker they keep doing it you know <laughs> it's like if if always sunny was a fucking website right you know it's funny you say that because this does remind me of any time Charlie Day has to write anything on that show and then someone reads it back to him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Speaking of, I w- I'm going to make an executive decision now. I think when we're reading, we shouldn't correct ourselves anymore. We just keep powering. Oh, through yeah, for sure. To be accurate to it. Because, yeah, it's going to get really fucked up and hard. And I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, but this is just a part of the experience. It's There's no way for us to improve this. And honestly, this is just being tr- dramatically true to the source material. I love it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this one, for those of you eyeballing this, welcome to hell. <laughs> exactly, exactly what you want to hear from the, about yeah. your drug. I, I bought some alprozolam powder last year, having done so many, many times and having a benzo tolerance. That didn't keep me from just taking a tweezer full too much of the shit, and I wound up crashing my car on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Do not eyeball any bunzo, especially one this powerful. I did not want to remember Christmas this year. God, I love the thing. It's, it's almost Christmas. I think I'm going to take some research chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Santa came early. That is uh, the story of my childhood. <laughs> it's just Christmases uh, with just uh, drifted family members wandering out into the fog. You know? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, We're like, having fun, folks. <laughs> cascading style sheet goes. I bought a sheet of I bought a sheet of Che Guevara blotter paper off the net to apply mine to once it arrives. I, I got that one because it's just a simple black and white of the iconic picture everyone knows, and I'm worried about ingesting a load of toxic ink. I have no idea how they print them, but it seems like an unhealthy thing to eat. I would have gotten a blank sheet if I could. I sure as hell wouldn't make my own with an inkjet printer. Yeah, that, that's what you're fucking worried about is very yeah. funny to me. Yeah. That's the namaste ranch of this episode. <laughs> so that was on October 10th. October 15th, five days later. Took a shoof on Friday. Maybe Onita a few get or ten. <laughs> I don't remember now a day leader, and I feel on another planet. Track a six pod T to settle down. Can't bar Louie walk or anything. I haven't got goon far or downway thing. This is stuff that will wreck you and make the king. I just need free chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are in full Charlie day territory. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, I personally think that, you know, we all need free chair, <laughs> free chair. <laughs> we Definitely. can't get healthcare in this country, but we can't get a free chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like that, that thing that's going on Twitter, like, free chair, free chair, free chair, free chair. Right. Yeah, either that person was trying to say fresh air, or they're literally just wandering around the streets, and they're just like, oh, free chair. Free chair. Yeah. <laughs> or they're, it just makes their hands so big that they just can't type. Yeah. Okay, now I'm really going to blow your mind here. So they say, I took this stuff on Friday, now it's a day later. They posted on October 15th, 2009. October 15th, 2009 was a Thursday. <laughs> So, yeah, so, they, they've broken free from the bounds of reality. <laughs> yeah, they lapped themselves. Like, Amazing. They lost so much time that they, they're like, they, they, yeah, so, so that means that they lost like a week. And they're not even aware of it. That is, they spent an entire week in a benzo haze. That is so scary. Beautiful. Oh, more cascading style sheet. For some reason, I got, if got a pile of mail of someone else's that I've got grown through and opened. Immediately reply to that if someone wants to read the the reply. I'm terrified to order this shit. You don't have to. (laughs) You really fucking don't. I feel societal pressure. Yeah, the more this goes on, people keep seeing, people are reading this and still going, yeah, I'm. I'm different, though. For some reason, I got a pile of mail. No, you got fucking high on benzos, and you stole mail <laughs> from probably a bunch of people. Jesus, yeah. It's like the, the passive voice. What are, what are you, like, writing press releases for the cops or something? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've received several stray dogs that all have collars on as well. <laughs> yeah, my, my backyard is just full of bicycles. <laughs> I must have planted bicycle seeds when I was high, and they sprouted. Your Honor, yeah. I don't remember doing shit. Therefore, I could not possibly. <laughs> uh, this rules. Oh, yeah, shit, I- the user's named the juice is loose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a little speak ahead there, but yeah. So Brew Cocky, the one I mentioned earlier, this is when. Uh, so this is when their story starts. They they go, damn, ninety nine cent dude has a hundred milligrams for fifteen dollars now. I want to buy a kilo of this shit with a really nice scale, and then you all can get your shit from me. I even set up a website at dejuice.com. Plus, I'll buy crazy banner ads advertising dejuice at out of this world crazy prices. So. We're going to make this into a goon project. Literally, I'll make the website. (laughs) Guys, I just had this idea. I invented drug dealing. No one ever thought of this before. And like you mentioned, so this poster, The Juice is Loose, shows up. Um, Looking at the thing, they registered their account the same day this was posted. So this is someone who registered a throwaway account to post this because they wanted to share their experience, but they didn't want it to be on their main account where people would make fun (laughs) of them for it. So that's exactly what you want you on your drug trip. So who wants to read the Juices Loose's post? I want to challenge myself with this one <laughs> because I'm so bad at reading these things, even when it's like totally cogent. So <laughs> I believe in you, buddy. Been lurking and following this thread since day one. Experience with compo stuff. Holy shit, where to begin? I tried just a little and it was great. Slept most of the day. <laughs> few weeks later, Monday, I try a little more. I wake up Tuesday night with a broken arm from crashing my motorcycle <laughs> in a parking lot. Walk 30 miles the wrong direction home in the middle of the night. Cop pulls me aside and was wondering where I'm going. Home, no ID, no money, no cell phone, but keys, thankfully. I fail the sobriety test as it is 30 or so out raining and I was that's why they shivering. failed it because it was because it was cold and raining yes that's why the junkie well, logic in this one is infuriating well oh, also boy, who's sorry. giving you a sobriety test when you're not in a vehicle <laughs> this is this is the Kyle Kinane joke of uh, what what was it like getting pulled over while riding a bike yeah <laughs> like, Jesus getting Christ. pulled over on the lawnmower yeah <laughs> All right, like, do you have a license for those running shoes? Uh, I got my library card taken away from me. <laughs> I fail a sobriety test as it, is, as it is 30 or so out raining, and I was cold shivering, so I think I got some leniency. Thankfully, he gave me a lift. Whack up Wednesday to an email that said if I wasn't in the hospital, I was fired, and my fi- fiancé's fiance's father <laughs> called and said if I called her again, he would get a restraining order. This man found now, love, you fucking losers. I know. God, think about, like, the incels listening to this right now are like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I, find, I find out that despite being in the hospital, I'm still fired. <laughs> Learn from my lesson, folks. You will lose the love of your life, and despite being a week later, have no idea why. Lose your job, and in a month or so, your apartment. I have basically nowhere to go. Oh, you could IM me the 99-cent place. I appreciate it. Or just want to chat. AM is mostly null. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty apt fucking name. 
Mostly no. Mostly no. no. <laughs> and also, just like, this stuff ruined my fucking life. But if you know a place where I can get it for 99 cents, let me know. <laughs> God damn. Drugs, the cause of and solution to all of, all life's, of life's problems. problems. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That reminds me, we did get sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by drugs. Drugs, use them often indiscriminately. Yes. <laughs> Use them on a motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> this is in just another, another post. This is seriously the most fucked up thread on the forum. And they're not wrong. It's October 16th. So we're like a month and a half into this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is right around Halloween. And that's how we know it's going to get worse. Because they're going to put them on all the kids' candy. Yeah. So cascading style sheet shows up again and goes, um... Uh, I cook my first dose Friday, and now it's suddenly Monday. I'm still too cross-eyed to write properly, but never really had any positive effect during that time. <laughs> Can't wait for this shit to be to be gone, so I can juke to get on with what I'm doing. Had a few hours of work and feel better. <laughs> I'm high. I'm going to go to work to ride this out. <laughs> Hold on, keep going, because this gets great. Yeah, you know, it's like when you were at Woodstock 69, they have, like, the tent where you go in and do office work to chill out. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Had a few hours of work and feel better. Very hard to form any thoughts of and feel dizzy and cross-eyed and very tired. I reality hope ill these clocks are correct. Total zombification. Don't think I'll do again. Nazy hangover at this amount. That was put in a cascading style sheet fucked around with this message at 931 on October 16, 2009. Ah, uh, that's fucking awesome. And then the reply to that, uh, Brian, since you are a guest, I want you to read this fantastic <laughs> reply to cascading style sheets post. It's not Monday anywhere in the world right now, CSS. You'll have to trust us that you're on day six, seven, eight of your trip. Keep checking in here, please. Good times. <laughs> It's not Monday anywhere in the world. It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, that is that is that is going to be seriously. That is that that should be like our first piece of merch or something. Yeah, it's not Monday. Amazing phrase. It's not Monday anywhere in the world right now. (laughs) After (laughs) some. I do love that all these people have jobs. This is amazing. Every single one of them is like, yeah. Then I went to work for a few hours. Well, this is 2009. You know, the Great Recession had just started. You know? <laughs> right. So after all that, Brukaki shows up again. I've done some research, and if I could just get a bit more money, I could make thejuice.com a reality. <laughs> he has an idea of deju.se <laughs> to spell out deju's. Amazing. Oh, God. So he's still going ahead with his business plan. He's like, he's seen this human misery and he's like, yes, I can monetize this. If the Sacklers can do it, so can I. Is this where the fake comedian, uh, the fat Jew, got his start? Because that would be a very intense tie in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that dickhead, but. Oh, oh yeah, that, that horrible plagiarist who wrote that horrible book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Boy. And also, I remember mentioning about like really bad jokes in Photoshop. Here's one right now, <laughs> Winslow. If you could paint a mind picture for our <laughs> listeners of this one. Oh man. Okay. So I'm. Is that Sean Hannity? Okay, that must be the poster's face. It's an enormous 
sensibly, it's like a very grotesque depiction of like an extremely overweight ballerina uh, in black and white with like a pink uh, leotard on. And uh, it's got some sort of poorly photoshopped guy's face on it. I imagine it's the dude who was just uh, on his uh Bender. And it says Juice Life behind it, and then on a with Comic Sans font next to his head, it says It's Monday somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is what internet comedy was was like in the two thousands. Yeah, this yeah. is what we are so staunchly defending. <laughs> yeah, so so Juice Life is going to be our second line of merchandise that we're going to put out. Like, imagine like wine mom decorations, but for the juice, where it's like stuff right on the wall, but in these horribly misspelled phrases like that. <laughs> <laughs> like in this house, we and it just gets increasingly <laughs> unintelligible as it goes along. Looking forward to sobriety. Looking forward to sobriety. In this house, we take the juice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The great deceiver. Um, I juiced last night and passed out while I was eating peanut butter crunch. The juice made me spill peanut butter crunch all over myself. Browning him, smiley face. This is like the the Jinkum thing from uh, South Park, where they like legitimately got a bunch of teenagers to think that you can get high from huffing cat ass. Yeah. Okay. Also, this is very fun. Someone posted a picture of their bottles of finazepam that they ordered. <laughs> Winslow, do your thing. Okay, so it is just a very rough uh, photograph of two chemical bottles that are, you know, finazepam in a container, but there is a notice to customs attached to it that says this sample does not contain any controlled, restricted, or scheduled chemicals, ingredients, or extracts. Uh, and it, it just, it looks like this was submitted to a, like a, to evidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is 99% pure, which is nice. Yeah, it's labeled research sample. <laughs> just them being that, that open about, be like, oh, don't worry, there's nothing bad here. Yeah, yeah, notice to customs. Ah, look the other way. It, it makes it, it makes me laugh because I sell on my website the bottles. Uh, I have like two different bottles that I sell that I have produced overseas. Uh, one is a cum jug, which is like a white milk jug style bottle that just says cum on it. <laughs> and the other one is a tea thermos that's all black and it's laser engraved to say cremated remains. Uh, and I order these by the thousand. And when they're shipped to me every once in a while, they'll get picked up by customs, which means that. Somebody at the customs house has to slit open this enormous container and just see hundreds and hundreds of bottles of cum and just be like, I guess this is okay. And then they just send it on home. They just send it to me. So, so third piece of show merchandise we're going to make a big bottle labeled Finazepam, and then beneath it have that notice to customs. So, yes, bam, exactly. We're just printing money left and right this episode. Hell yeah. Another update from Brukaki. Update. Okay, a kilo is a bit more than I expected, but I have an idea that could definitely... <laughs> okay, turns out I don't know what a kilo is. Yeah, the metric system. Notoriously hard to understate how different amounts measure. Okay. So, so a kilo is a bit more than I expected, but I have an idea that could definitely get the ball rolling, and I like the input of the Crackhead Clubhouse. I could get to juice.com, get the scale, but buy a couple grams at a time and sell 100 milligram bags. When I make money from doing this, I could eventually buy the kilogram and go on in force. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, so yeah, this they are getting in, they are making plans. They are placing the amount that they're going to order. They're do, then at the very end, they finish. When I get to a point where I'm carrying bulk, I'll keep it at 20 bucks, but give goons a discount of $5. So you only have to shuck out $15 to start eyeballing that fancy grand piano on eBay. So... Yeah, we are at the point where they are um, 
where so they make a, there's going to be a goon discount. That's so just, like one the, of our, just like the box mystery, you know, goons enter the code grenade to get that discount. One of our previous episodes was with a guy uh, who was uh, at, it was at like the golden age of like uh, subscription boxes. And he just said, like, I'll send you uh, $30 of products if you uh, subscribe to this box. And then he just sent people just like $4 of dollar store bullshit. And the, every single person on the thread just bought it hook, line, and fucking sinker. So it's very funny to see how easily this shit has worked out for this guy. <laughs> I'm hung up on this last line about the grand piano. What the fuck does that mean? That's uh, I put that there on purpose because I was thinking that this might be a good stopping point. So next week, if you guys want to tune in, you're going to find out why he's making a joke about a fancy grand, buying a fancy grand piano on eBay. Um, <laughs> so, right. yeah. How's that's, that for how's that for a fucking book? Amazing. That's good for me. Uh, Brian, what do you have to plug? Um, I, I'm not super active on it, but my Twitter is at Brian cooking, B R Y A N C O O K I N G. Cool. Well, uh, Jay, do you have anything going on? Um, I, I do have an announcement. That's very fun. Um, so I got a new job. I'm starting it. We're recording this on May 30th. I'm officially starting on June 1st. I'm going to be the personal assistant of Frederick Brennan, the software engineer who, who created 8chan um, if you've ever seen the HBO documentary Q into the storm, he features very prominently in that as like one of the main characters. So I'm working with someone who I saw on HBO, like before I ever knew them as a person. That is so, it's so cool and exciting. And I'm like, this is basically like season two of always sunny in Philadelphia, a rich little guy is showing up in my life and things are getting really interesting and cool. And it's just getting way better. So I'm very hype about that. Like to give you an example of this, um, yesterday is like my, my sign on bonus, he found out I liked Hotline Miami, and he bought me a $500 limited edition, like, vinyl collection of both the game's soundtracks, like, as a sign-on bonus. And for reference, two weeks ago, I thought I was going to be sleeping in my car when this month ended because, I, I because like, I didn't have my job anymore, and I thought I was going to get evicted. So, like, why... If I, if I seem like I'm in a good mood, that's why. My life is getting really great right now. And honestly, uh, we could have him as a guest one time because he's been on podcasts before. He's a like, weird dude, but he's, he's a fun, interesting, funny guy. I love him. He's great. So I will man. need to uh, double check a lot of the things that I believe to be true about 8chan before I make any comments about this. Because, no, uh... I will say, no, no, don't worry. For those of you who don't follow this, he sold the website back in 2016. He renounced it a long time ago. Ever He's been, like, a big activist fighting against QAnon and also, like, all these other things. Um, okay, so, so we're not... You're not getting a job for, like, a uh, renowned child pornographer... You are no, no. okay. Cool, 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 no, cool. No, cool. No, no, that would be a big fucking uh, third act <laughs> twist for this fucking podcast. 
No, 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 uh, don't worry. Yeah, he was. He his thing is that he's he was a teenager and he's like a software engineer who's like he was like super into like free open source software. He used to be like a big like crank about free speech and stuff. And, but thankfully, he oh, wasn't yeah. actually like, involved in any of that stuff. So we all have our libertarian don't, don't, don't don't take my word at that. Feel free to go out and research it and do your own stuff. But yeah, no, he, he's a good guy. I trust him. And those of you who know my story know that like I used to I used to do some bad stuff on the internet and I turned my shit around and he's okay. been doing that too. Y- yeah. You say this. But I, I need to clarify for people who don't know, when you say bad stuff on the internet, you mean you were like a troll and you were kind of spicy to people. Bad stuff on the internet means something <laughs> totally fucking different now. <laughs> like, it's, it can get real bad. So, yeah. anyways, you weren't that bad. I, as as the, the only Catholic here, I'm, I'm happy to say I forgive you. Because uh, that, as you know, Catholics all have the power to do that. That's what makes Catholicism uh, a horizontally organized society. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's great, man. I'm really happy for you, and I'm jealous that you're getting that fucking soundtrack. Because that's uh, that the soundtrack to the game is dope as shit. Yeah. Also, he, I was like, like for like several of his, you know, he's a software engineer. Like several of his fonts are on Android. Like there is a Google rep in the company chat that I'm in. Like I've gotten to talk to. So like, yeah, like he is someone, you know. Like I mentioned above board, but very exciting. I'm, I'm sure going to get to have a lot of fun stories to come out of that. So yeah, keep listening to the show because I'm sure that's going to be a very fun value add to what's going on. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Rad. Well, uh, as, as for me, you know, uh, uh, at Winslow domain on Twitter at calculations on Instagram, I am rapidly finishing up the next uh, chunk of my card game, uh, which is going to be coming very soon. I've got like la- like two more pieces to really work on before I make the, the next edition of it. Uh, and I'm still looking for uh, playtesters, and very soon it's going to be playtesting worldwide. If you're in Chicago and you want to play, uh, just let me know, and we can, uh, we can have a little playthrough. If you're in New Orleans, uh, go to the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. I'll be there. I'll also be doing it in Richmond, Philly, Pittsburgh, uh, fucking Detroit and of course in Chicago too so uh, catch me at all of those things uh, go listen to Steve is broke on Bandcamp and uh, thanks for listening and come back next week and we'll find out what the fuck's up with that piano till next time the juice is loose I'm from the internet is created by Jay Brandstetter and Winslow Domain. Edited by Steve Brown. Music by Steve Isbroke.